0: Hello and welcome to Big Sound Small Town, I'm your host Sandy Carlton. The small towns and communities of Cleveland County, North Carolina have long been a hotbed of music in all its many forms. Several Cleveland County musicians have found commercial success and critical acclaim in the music industry. Yeah, everybody knows that Earl Scruggs, Don Gibson, Patty Loveless, and Alicia Bridges are from Cleveland County. Donald Bird too. So this is not a podcast about them. This is a podcast about the musicians who are still here to keep music alive here. This is the stories, and you need to know them and know the people who are making the music. This is not, this is not your normal podcast. Laurie Long was the first female artist I had on Big Sound Small Town. Laurie had originally wanted to have her interview in a local sandwich shop, but it was crowded and noisy. So we moved it outside, literally, really outside to the City Pavilion in Shelby, North Carolina. It was raining, which you can hear. It was public, which you can hear. And it was a lot of fun, which I hope you can also hear. I apologize for the sound quality, but on Big Sound Small Town, we allow the artists to take their interview anywhere they're comfortable. Despite the noise, Lori was a great interview. Listen to her story.
1: S-Q-P-O-N-M, L-K-J, F-E-D, S-O, I oh, Well, I forgot something.
0: G C B A. I forgot the H G. Today on Big Sound, Small Town, I'm here with Lori Long, artist, songwriter, what's up? Front man, front, front person.
1: Probably like front man. Front man? Yeah. Well, I feel about it the same way, I do. Like, I want to be a renaissance man and a muse, right? Right. So, like, you know, like Leonardo da Vinci, a master of all trades, a renaissance man. And I don't want to be a renaissance woman because I want to be better than the men.
0: That works. That's good. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. So. That's good. Front man works. Right, just tell me about yourself.
1: About myself. Okay. Um, I am from Shelby, North Carolina. I play guitar. I write songs. I've been writing them. Um, since i was like six years old and i know that because my dad had like a song posted on the wall and i remember asking my aunt how to spell invisible she told me to sound it out and i spelled it wrong but uh yeah so i've been doing that as long as i can remember um
0: how long have you been playing the talk
1: i was taught my first song when i was about 12 years old um i don't actually know who it's by i just know it's um i don't like to have the rain on my shoes but I do but my dad taught me that in the kitchen. Um, and I had, I've had i had a guitar my entire life. Like, not the same one, but I've had guitars my entire life. Um, and I was actually, I went to Chapel Hill, and um, I was visiting so, a friend, no, I loved it, I loved it. But um, I was visiting a friend before I went there, um, and she took a shower, and her roommate, who was Canadian, Taught me how to play Skinny Love by Bonnie Raitt, and then um, once I learned that, I went home and I had the guitar at home, and I taught myself how to read tabs from that, and I uh, just kind of mimicked the sound, and could tell, you know, you know, by playing songs that you know so well, you can kind of hear when things are off, and that's how I learned different chords and how to kind of write from that.
0: Okay, so when did you decide to? I'm not just sitting in the house playing. All of a sudden, I'm going to be an artist.
1: Um. So I've always wanted to be a singer, you know, ever since I was a little kid, you know, a singer, you know, that's what I would uh, put on all my, like, uh, little information sheets whenever I was in elementary school, what do you want to be when you grow up, but uh, I really thought I was going to be in public relations uh, when I was in college, I thought I was going to move to Virginia and get married and yada, 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 and then my dad died of a heart attack suddenly before my senior year at UNC. And I had to go back up to school about a month afterwards because I had taken a job as an RA. And um, I remember having a conversation with one of his friends that he played the band with, and uh, the friend was just like, "You know, you're really good, and uh, you're in a position now where you can go after music. You know, you can do that, and you really should." Because my dad had left me my house whenever he had uh, passed away, which well, he had worked really hard to get. He had uh, been taking care of my great-grandpa in his old age, and. Uh, making payments on the house and then it turns out my great uncle was pocketing them right yeah and then um
0: that's a song
1: yeah it's it's fucked up (laughs) but uh and so uh my dad actually my guitarist taylor his dad had a friend that bought the house because it went up on market and my dad was able to like make payments on it to like get it back and then whenever he died i was able to get it yeah
0: so that's what brought you back here that's what brought me back here so when you get back here so, what's the next step? I mean, did you start playing out by yourself?
1: Um, I started playing with Taylor, the guitarist, for a while, um, and then we stopped playing together for a while, and I started playing by myself um, a lot in Gastonia. Yeah. I played at Freeman's Pub a lot, because mm-hmm. they have a songwriter's night. They do. And, um, yeah, two people I know you've interviewed, Hank Coleman and uh, Scott Moss, have been big influences of mine throughout like my musical journey. They've been people who've been there early on to support me and to like, offer to record and to offer some advice with performing. Um, yeah, I think that Freeman's Pub really started it all. There, I, I used to go there, kind of that built my confidence up. Yeah. So I would go there by myself and play songs that I'd written. And uh, I did that for a few months until the band like started actually forming.
0: That, so you made the step from solo performer into a band. Yeah. And as the you're the lead singer. Yeah. And the front person.
1: Yes. Yeah. And what is the name of your band? The Darling Starlings.
0: So go ahead and promote anything you have media. All right. So we are
1: the Darling Starlings. We have a Facebook. That's the Darling Starlings. We have an Instagram. That is the Darling Starlings band. Um, we play every second Saturday at Jaybird's Daily and Ells in Shelby. Um, from 8 to 11 every single month we're kind of the resident band and otherwise you got a show coming up uh, I don't know if this will be published by then no, probably not probably not <laughs> uh, I think we have a September show at Newgrass oh, scheduled so far okay. yeah so we play a lot around here uh, working on getting some more stuff recorded so you can play a little bit more out of town
0: okay now tell now we're going to your songwriting process okay. how how do you do that
1: so the Okay, uh, I always think about this. The root of the word inspire comes from the idea of having a ghost take your hand. Yeah, and so that, I feel kind of like I'm kind of a medium uh, for songwriting in a lot of ways. Like I feel like there are messages that need to be said. And I feel like people let their guard down when they're listening to music in a way that they don't always um, in regular life. Like people, uh, it's, it's permissible to have emotions while you're listening to music, you know? So like even the most hardened people are willing to consider a perspective that comes to them in song the right way. I like to write about tough stuff, you know, like my song Paris is Burning is about a drag queen with a mummy in her closet, which I always like to introduce it because it's just fun to see people's reactions. But, um, the idea is, um, you know, being in a position where you can't call the cops because you'd get killed for doing what you've done, but at the same time you 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 had to defend yourself. And I'm not saying that that's right, I'm not saying that that's wrong, I'm saying that it is a position that people occupy, I'm saying it needs to be considered. And uh, that's a lot of what my songwriting is, I feel like... It's really hard for me to write songs that are like immediately
0: close to me just because it's too vulnerable sometimes. Those are deep songs. I mean, we're not talking uh, three chords and let's get drunk.
1: Yeah, yeah. It might be three chords, but it's not about getting yeah, drunk. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but you know that is a whole lot of songwriting is three chords and not getting get drunk. Yeah. So I, that's, that's good. Now, okay, you get an idea of what you want to write about. Yeah. Do you write this before... Do you pick a guitar, do you have a tune in
1: mind? It kind of all comes to me at once, usually. Um, usually the tune and the words will come at once. And uh, I don't usually set out with something in mind to write about. Rarely, rarely I do. Um, so something that, okay, one of my uh, surprisingly more well-accepted songs around here is Charlie Manson thinks he's Jesus Christ. And uh, something that's little known about that is I wrote that the week that Trump got elected you can take that however you want, but the purpose of the song is to explain that everyone believes their own ideology. You have to think things through for yourself. You cannot blindly accept what someone is saying, you know? Um.
0: Okay, well, talk to me about a song that you've written. Um,
1: so, yeah, uh, so some of them are kind of like more general concepts that I want to dive into, and sometimes there are more personal ones. But another kind of general one is the idea of, like, Eve, and uh, the concept of womanhood in general. Is in Adam and Eve? Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, so uh, I have a song called All About Eve, and it's actually named after, I think, a Marilyn Monroe movie that I watched in high school. Um, but it's the idea, like, uh, my song, bears Boy and the Devil, the whole, like, that's old Southern folklore, and the whole thing is, it's the perspective of the devil from a woman, because it's just, like, a man that's been scorned by his ex-wife telling his son not to trust women, and so it's, like, empowering that kind of role, you know, like, uh, you know, um, it talks about, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, I'm gonna be able to get what I want with this, you know, like, watch your boy for that, but anyway, um, so,
0: Can can you do a little bit of this? Can you do the song? I can do that
1: one. Yeah. Yeah, Just a little. Okay, we'll do a little bit of that. All
0: right. Well, you can do as much as you like. Okay. We'll let it roll. Okay. That so, really nice. Plug the song again. The name?
2: That's our uh,
1: Brer's Boy and the Devil. That's one of my older ones that we've been performing for a while. Yeah.
0: I'll ask you also about your strumming. That is uh, pretty unique. It's weird. I know. You and, uh, use a uh, thumb pick?
1: Yeah. I used to not, because um, I, I played a resonator. That was my big thing for a while. It's you know an entire copper body and it uh, sings back with you. You know yeah. that was my whole thing. I only ever strung my thumb, but I kept knocking the skin off my knuckle. After a while, man, you know, you can only play without that skin.
0: um, You're not going to get a visual on this but for you guys who know and I will post this up, she also wears her thumb pick in an interesting place. Mm
1: -hmm. It's a little far back, yeah. Yeah. They fall off really easily. (laughs) I remember I bought this at uh, Shelby Music, and the guy was like, this is probably going to be a little too big for you. It's tiny, man. It's so tight, but I guess it is because I wear it so far up
0: so what portion of your show is original music
1: probably about half that's great not more
0: yeah uh, and tell me about your band the pieces is it a four piece band
1: yeah so we're the darlings Starlins. i'm laurie long i'm the singer songwriter with the guitarist on lead guitar we got taylor allen on drums is luke McCollum, and on bass is adams bradley okay
0: that's
1: good yeah
0: they're all sick yeah that's great that's that is really good uh,
1: you got another one you want to do? Yeah, so another one, the one I was kind of bringing up before, All About Eve. I'll play a little bit of that, because it's uh, talking about, you know, so that one's talking about, like, woman as the devil, sort of, or, like, accepting that kind of implication or a narrative cast upon woman, and this one is, again, kind of like, you know, the whole idea of the chorus or the is, I did not choose this life. The first line is, I ate the apple and I didn't feel a thing, you know, it's talking about those things that are kind of allocated to you you know, just because of your gender, even though they're like archaic, you know, they were before even our grandparents, grandparents, grandparents were alive, you know, but they still exist in this kind of internalized prejudice. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's see if we can get a little that. Right <laughs> okay. We're under a pavilion. It is um, raining, so uh, I love
2: the rain. I'm glad so it's raining. So
0: you just have to bear with us today. Yeah, okay.
1: okay. Um, wait.
0: A great performance of it. Thank you.
1: It's fun. It's a fun one
0: to do. All right. Let's. There's a lot of influences I hear in your voice. What do you um, hear? Oh, what do I hear? What do you hear? I hear uh, Sean Calvin. You know who she is? Yeah. No. Uh, I hear. You know. I forget. How old are you now? Twenty-four. <laughs> Okay, a lot of these people that I hear, that's good. You don't know them? I probably,
1: so, I might not know my name, but I probably have internalized them at the same time. Okay. You know, I, I know a lot of great music that I can't necessarily
0: name. Johnny Mitchell? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I access Johnny Mitchell on steroids, but still. <laughs> I'll you <know>. take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's good. Okay. All right, now, what's the future hold?
1: Future? Um... I would love to tour. I love festivals. There's so much fun to go to. Ultimate dream is to play some, you know. My music, I just want people to feel something, you know. Uh, I, I feel the most when I'm playing music. That's kind of what I do. I feel like out of every heartbreak, I get two good songs. And it helps me to kind of like uh, put everything I need to say down. And then, you know, if I ever am feeling overwhelmed, I play my song. And I say what I need to say again. And I inhabit that spirit, <laughs> whatever that is. And I, I just—I don't know. I want other people to inhabit that spirit.
0: You know the saying that uh, happiness ruins your song line. Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I mean, I less to write about, I mean, yeah. who wants to hear songs from someone that's happy?
1: Yeah, that's exactly, I mean, that's, honestly, that has been something that has comforted me through a lot of bullshit in my life, it you know, is. at least it's going to make a good song, this will make a fucking, this will make a good song.
0: Guitar is a fine, fine therapist.
1: Yes, it is, yes, it is, absolutely. There's something just very cathartic about it, being able to sing your songs and kind of scream your songs and just, like, you know, get it out, and, you know, also in that relatability and the universal, you know, kind of emotions of things, you know, people being able to relate to what you're saying and feeling with you, it makes a huge difference.
0: You want to talk about your artwork?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. I, uh, my art, I just, I kind of do stuff, you know, I don't know. It's uh, I come from engineers and artisans, so I don't even think of it as like a second.
0: Well, where I'm leading with this is at some point when you do your own art for your own, uh, Yeah, um,
1: yeah, absolutely, because I want to do a lot of headdresses. I've already started on one with a bunch of shells, and I do a lot of wire wrapping. A lot of the stuff that I, like, see in my mind, I, you know, well, like I was telling you, there are some songs, you have a song called My Favorite Murder, that, like, I cannot play physically, but it's a tune that came to my head. And so I had to communicate it through to Taylor. Well, a lot of stuff, um, I guess I feel like I can physically kind of make a lot of that stuff so I've been working on like that shell headdress and I've been like kinda of rapping something I wanna do for a couple songs. Um so I feel like yeah I'm gonna yeah definitely play a huge role
0: in that also I got to ask you about another if you have a, your live show sure has a lot of diverse covers. Yes. No, did yeah. Probably didn't even get that. <laughs> Again this is live outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. So roughing it in the rain. It's a yeah. it's a it's a diverse
1: yeah, we play everything from we play Britney Spears, we play Elvis, we play Nirvana, the Pixies, Rolling Stones, The Animals, uh, Blackstreet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good. Vanessa, we just
1: added on. Uh,
0: uh-huh. uh, do you have anything else you want to play for us?
1: Yeah, I want to play a song called Something You Miss. So I've talked a lot about uh, songs that are kind of distant from me. Something You Miss is one of the ones that is very personal, it's one of my favorite songs. Um, one of the more uh, acoustically complex that I play on. There are only a couple that I like uh, straight pick strum through, and that's one of them. Um, so yeah, it's one of the ones I'm more proud of, that's,
0: of. Good. that's good. Again, we're here with Lori Long of the Darling Starlings yeah. and her own singer-songwriting career also. Again, I apologize, we're in the rain, but it's cool. She's very willing to come out here and do this. I love the rain. And uh, she's easy to work with, so. Do what I can.
2: I'll wait for this big truck to pass. All
0: All Whenever you're ready, don't, don't rush. Tell- yeah. nice job
2: thank you
0: <laughs> she is a fabulous songsmith she is a wordsmith you need to get out and see her you need to get out and see her band thank you again for being a part of the show thank
1: you for having me
0: and I hope to have you back again
1: absolutely I'd love to do it again right, definitely plenty you, of songs to go about those.
0: thank you so much Well that does it for another version of Big Sound Small Town, hope to see you again soon.